0: right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
0: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Doug Gottlieb, show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the com studios. We'll hear from Monty Bolaños in moments to get an update on everything going on in the world of sports. Uh, last night, not a great night for Michael Penix Jr. Um, terrific person, good player, great college quarterback. Th- this is what he said summing up his college career.
3: I've had ups and downs, you know, but, you know, I'm thankful for it all. You know, I'm super blessed, you know, obviously – to meet Coach DeBoer at Indiana, to leave me here, um, to be playing for the biggest game in college football, you know. But obviously, we didn't come out how I wanted to. But I know that each and every player on this team, you know, they, they gave it their all, and you know, um, it wasn't enough today, you know. And for for me, I'm gonna take accountability for the offense side of the ball. Feel like we could have did, did better, you know. Um, too many penalties, you know, and we had a lot of offsides. And I'm put that on me because I got to be louder. I got to, you know, make sure I'm great with my communication and stuff like that. So my offensive line is, you know, um, you know, hearing ghosts, you know, it's just, um, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's been a long one, but man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be on this team. And, you know, these guys will be my brothers forever. So...
2: I, he didn't have his best game and he, he was off a bit. And I think it's, it's fair. Like guys are going to have off games. He had a great game in the semifinals. Outstanding. So that, that is life. That's sports. Uh, I don't think he hurt his draft stock. I mean, I, I think what he hurt is the public perception of his draft stock. You know, he, he wasn't a first round draft pick for the semifinals. He wasn't a first round draft pick after the semifinals. And I think, you know, when you see a guy more than once, people start to get to understand like, oh, he's not the perfect quarterback the way he looked in the semifinals. That makes sense. But talented dude, athletic guy, despite the multiple knee injuries, and an incredible story. I mean, he and DeBoers, they, they made Indiana relevant, and then they brought Washington back to, uh, back to the top of the Pac-12. That's amazing stuff. Haven't seen that really since Don James. Doug yeah. Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Cowboys are seven and a half point favorites against the Packers, and it's impossible to avoid the fact that Mike McCarthy was the coach of the Packers for a long time. And he won a Super Bowl there um, before taking a year off and then becoming the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Here's McCarthy when asked about his time with the Packers.
4: Last year, I thought it was important for me to, to talk about Green Bay in the beginning of the week. I did with the team. Uh, I regretted it. That doesn't even need to come into into our energy base. So you live and learn. You know, th- this game's about our commitment. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It really doesn't. It's just no time for that. I answered the questions honestly in here last year about my experience up there. It will not help us win. So if it doesn't help us win the game, I'm not interested. I apologize.
2: Um... OK, do you I don't understand the point in that. I mean, I understand the A if it doesn't help us win, but you can't answer a question like it. Is is it that hard to go like it was an amazing time? I coached amazing players in one of the incredible organizations in all the professional sports. It's unique. It's special. I'll always cherish it. Right. That's it. J. Stu, can you see the upside in being like, so abrupt? He wasn't defensive more than uh, just abrupt.
4: It almost it draws it draws the attention he doesn't want to it based on how he answered it. Like, why did he regret it? Because it opens up a Pandora's box of follow questions. Why, why did you regret doing it last year? What What exactly went wrong? So there's a lot to get into after his answer. So to just give what you said, which is everything was amazing. We won a Super Bowl it was incredible. That seems to put an end to it. But now there's there are questions as to why he regretted it so much. <laughs> he's drawing. It's it's like he's doing what he didn't want to do. It, it's it's kind of like um, I don't know. Like say you want a, a private audience with somebody. Um, and then like you see this in the movies and TV uh, more than you see it in real life. But it's like you walk into a room and maybe that person you need to to speak to privately is talking to somebody else, and you tell the other person. Uh, excuse me, could I have the room with so-and-so? And And then, so maybe that private conversation wouldn't have been that big a deal, but now you're like pronouncing that what you have to tell that person is a big deal. You're like drawing attention to it. You're like, it's a kind of a melodramatic thing.
5: It was
2: weird. I don't understand it at all. I don't. You know? I mean, it's not like we're getting into individual decisions he made with players and play calls. Like, it's just a very, very... You know, and you, all you have to do is you just heap praise on the Packers. It's not that hard to do.
4: Is, isn't this game one of the subtitles of this game? Should be a game between two guys that have done better without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, each of these individuals, Jordan Love and Mike McCarthy, have succeeded without Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that that's definitely a narrative going in.
2: Yes. Yes, I mean, I I still think for the for the for the Cowboys, it's about one thing: it's about getting to the Super Bowl, right? But the other part is, yes, can you can you win without Aaron Rodgers? And and right now, it's Lafleur is the toast of the town because they've survived without Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like they have their quarterback. Uh, for the Cowboys, they're way better. You know, they're that's a good football team. They've obviously losing the Niners bad, but that's a good. They, they won the division. You know, against a team that everybody, I think, thought coming in on paper was going to win the division in the in the Eagles. And they probably should have beaten him twice. So I think it's a, it's a very good call, Jace, too, is that um, it's interesting that he didn't want to talk about it when he could, in, a, in an effort to give praise, he could actually do a bit of a victory lap, which he's not going to do the victory lap. But not because he doesn't want to do the victory lap because he doesn't want to get the praise because it, if it distracts from winning, I don't, I don't, I don't understand Don't get that one at all. Not even a little bit. So I did want your opinion on the Harbaugh. Can I just have a day thing? Because um, was it Bonnie Bernstein, right? Bonnie Bernstein, who asked. um, She asked Roy Williams about leaving Kansas to go to North Carolina. And he said, I don't give a damn about North Carolina. It was right after they lost the game in the I'm going to say 2001 final 4.
4: Wow, and was it really that long ago? It was that long ago. Man, um what I remember from that takeaway was that I think Roy Williams live said I know the producer is, is in your ear having you ask me that question and she fully denied that. That was a big. That was a big affront. Like, I know, I can come up with my own questions, coach. I remember that part of it.
2: Yeah, again, I think Bonnie took it a different way, right? Where it's like, they want you to ask the question. But again, this is where it's like one of those, everybody wants to be first with the story, and I get it, but can a guy just have a day? This is Jim Harbaugh. Profet, if you grab that for me. This is Jim Harbaugh when he was asked, I thought actually asked in a really clever way about if he want to coach in the NFL again.
5: And all those accomplishments in the big person's table. Would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that?
2: I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. Can, you, can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be? You know, what's next? What's what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. Um, hope there's a tomorrow, a day after tomorrow, you know, a next week, a next month, a next year. I mean, that part was when he went full kind of Harbaugh and he started just rambling. I hope I have it tomorrow. prophet What do you think? Do you think a guy should be given a day, a player should be given a day before he makes it. And, and I think the thing that's interesting now is now you don't have to worry about being scooped. Now you have to worry about the guy putting it on their own social media page for a player. But what, what, what is proper in 2024? What's proper protocol?
6: Yeah, I, I understand it's part of doing the job to ask that question, but I think when you are told like can I get a day, that is the signal that you're probably not going to get that answer there and I think it's perfectly fine especially when we're coming off a championship. Like this isn't this isn't a loss, this isn't like an imminent what happens next and there's questions and things like this is mission accomplished. This is a this is a celebration of everything you've gone through. I think there is that cooling off period because clearly in the twenty four hours that are going to follow, he's not going to give you a rational answer anyway. On top of it, you know, it's there's so many emotions flooding through your head. Like how how can you expect an answer at that point? Like it's it's the human nature to just want to bask in it. I don't I I don't think they're going to get an answer regardless.
2: Chase, do what do you think?
4: I I think he kind of brings it on himself in this moment because, I mean, I think we've made the comment, or at least I did, um, coming into this game that Harbaugh has not vehemently denied that he's interested in going to the NFL. But then again, he hasn't said that he's interested in staying either. So I think that if he would have made it clear, say, before the semifinal, I'm not going to address my future until – after the championship game, and I'm not saying the night after or the, the day of, I'm saying after that, I'm free and clear of, of this these playoffs, I will I will address the question. But until then, don't ask me because I'm not going to give you an answer. I think if you would have laid those ground rules before the playoffs, that would have been one thing. I mean, I, I think you, you want to be in between two things, don't you, Doug? Don't, you don't want to be the Nick Saban who is – you know saying i'm not going to alabama and he's he's very stern in it and condescending about it only to accept the job at alabama you don't want to do that but i think in in this case all you got to do is just kind of lay some ground rules i mean i appreciate y'all trying to ask me this but i've told you i'm not i'm not going to answer that question but he never did that so but but
2: not answering that question that, that's just more chum in the water. Oh, he doesn't answer the question, because if he answers it, he'll yeah. answer it truthfully. You know, right? there's, there's, it's, it's literally a no-win.
4: It's chum in the water for us, but yeah, as but far again, as he goes, he, he doesn't have to answer the question. Right? Okay,
2: ask me the question. Well, hey, actually, play the question, Chris, and I'll give you
5: the answer. And all those accomplishments in the big person's table, would you want to add winning
4: a Super Bowl to that?
2: Um, Of course. Of course. But it, it's like anything in life. You have dreams and you have goals. Sometimes, sometimes those dreams and goals go by the wayside because something else you have is awesome. And that's kind of what I got away here, you know, is what we have, what we built is amazing. It's a place special to me, my family, and having kind of felt like we built it ourselves and sustained it and built it through some tough times, it makes it even better. So, is the dream of winning a Super Bowl like my brother and being, you know, the one in my family to win a Super Bowl and a college championship? Of course, that, that's a that's a dream, but not all dreams come to reality, and that doesn't make it a nightmare. What do you guys think? That's pretty good.
6: I think that's pretty good.
2: That's pretty good, right? I, I
6: will I will say this about Harbaugh because I remember I was at the 2015 Big Ten Media Days where he was, you know, first year at the head coach in Michigan. He was very proud. He 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 went up to the podium and I remember him. He was talking about. You know, it was in Chicago. He's bringing all of his players to meet Mike. He brought Mike Ditka up to the locker, uh, up to the uh, hotel room, and they all met Mike Ditka. He had a Mike Ditka jersey up at the podium and everything. It was a very big prop. But every time I talk to him and, and everything that I've known in the years since about Jim Harbaugh, like his heart is so much at Michigan. And I think though par- part of it is we kind of want him to be go going back to the National Football League. And logically it's made sense, especially with the NCAA coming down, to go back to the National Football League, because that makes a very ready narrative of unfinished business in the NFL. But it's felt like he's wanted to like always be with all this, with all the losing that's happened, with the contract reductions, he's wanted to find a way to stay at Michigan to accomplish just this moment.
2: Yeah. So you accomplish the moment, then then what's next?
6: Yeah, and like that's that's where the question now starts to rear the head. All the other times, it's felt like in the past it's been we've kind of created our own narrative around that but right now now suddenly now with mission accomplished now the question becomes real now the what's next is so much more more tangible in this moment especially again with everything that the NCA is doing and we've seen coaches like this in the past where Pete Carroll goes to goes to the, goes to the NFL ranks where Jim Trestle tried like the, 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 the blueprint's been laid for that
2: fascinating theater It's really, really interesting theater. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I guess the question is, what would I do? I mean, it's really hard to leave your alma mater. It's really hard to win. And you're going to have better players in the other team nine times in ten. On the other hand, they're going to have to rebuild because they're going to lose a lot of this defense. And he's been to the NFL before, so it's not like he doesn't know what that's like. He's played in the NFL. Yeah, it's a hard call. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah.
4: Can you Cut really up. can you really say though, Doug, that money is not a factor here? That twenty to twenty five million bucks a year for the next ten years is who
2: makes twenty to twenty five million bucks? I, a year? I'm just
4: saying that I, I just threw out a figure and I threw out the contra. I'm just saying that it's going to be considerably more than what he makes now. Are you saying that money is not a part of this equation? I don't know. He's making like ten, eleven million dollars,
2: dude. I think he's
4: good. I don't know. I think when you're when you're a college coach, you make, make eleven eight. million
2: dollars in Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> Okay, you're literally bringing home um, six million a year,
6: and if he does say, they'll probably like up his compensation with some bonuses in there to make up. We well, just got money.
2: he's working on a new deal now. It's supposed yeah. to go from seven to eleven million. I mean, you also, I mean, you coach fifteen games, so the games are piling up, but still, that's less than the seventeen games supposed playoffs in the NFL. You do have to recruit, which guys don't like. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting dilemma. Very interesting dilemma. Be
1: sure to catch live editions of The Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Terms and conditions apply.
2: What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the com studios, TireRack.com. We we'll have you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, over 10000 recommended installers, com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Charlie Weiss, a longtime uh, coach for the Patriots, of course, a successful head coach at Notre Dame, at Kansas, and a guy who's just a savant when it comes to football. He'll join us momentarily. Let me give you kind of the, the lay of the land today. If you were stuck under a rock, you didn't watch last night, Michigan beats Washington in the national championship game. Jim Harbaugh finally at the big, big person's table, as he said. Um, then today, we still don't know if he'll stay at Michigan or go to the pros, but we know Mike Vrabel will not be the head coach of the Titans. And we still are waiting on Bill Belichick and find out what happens in New England As yesterday. He met with the media before he met with Bob Kraft and, uh, and, and the, and the front office group. And he did offer up that he would be willing to make some form of changes in terms of player personnel. Didn't really specify what that would be. And the reports today are he's operating business as usual. What does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea what that means. You know who might know? Our next guest, who knows a lot more about football than the rest of us. He's Charlie Weiss. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, how are you? I'm doing fine, Doug. Yourself? I'm I'm well. I'm well. Um, let, let's let's start with last night. Um, you've coached at the highest level of college football. You took over Notre Dame and you had to make a lot of changes. Right. And my defense of Harbaugh early on was people didn't understand just how kind of behind the times Michigan football was. And then, you know, he took it to a new level the next three years. You coached against Michigan. You've been successful. What are your thoughts on what he's done with that program ending up in a national championship last night?
7: Well, I mean when you do things the right way, everyone wants a fix, like an immediate fix and immediate results. But when you do things the right way, you really need a full legitimate cycle in college if you're going to stand the test of time to play for championships. And what I mean is, you need a full five-year cycle before everything is kind of in place. Your infrastructure, the mentality, everyone always talks about culture, but I don't really call it culture. I mean, I consider it your team taking on your personality. That's what. That's really what it is. If you want to call that a culture change, so be it. But realistically, What he showed last night is three things. I mean, it's still important to play with physicality. It's still important to run the ball. And it's still important to play defense. And how many colleges play that game anymore? How many colleges play the physical game? How many people run the ball? Uh, how How many people run the ball? And how many people play good defense? And the, and the thing is, the answer to those questions very few.
2: Yeah, and they and even though the score was close, it didn't feel that close. Uh, Penix was missing, but I mean, d- just didn't feel that close because the domination at the at the line of scrimmage. Uh, okay, so let me let me ask you about the decision Harbaugh has. Obviously, you didn't get a chance to leave Notre Dame on your own terms, but let's say you get again similar your all mater, his alma mater. You get it to the national championship game. What are your thoughts on? going back to the pros for him?
7: Well, I'm going to give you a pro and con of both of them. All right. But let me start with the pro. Okay. The pro is he's, he's just won a national championship. So from the Michigan viewpoint where most people get mad if you leave and take a job, I don't think anyone would get mad because he's done what he, what he was there to do. And that was to bring him a championship. I mean, they like their offensive coordinator a lot. I think he would be the guy. They like their defensive coordinator a lot. You know, they both have done a very good job. I think if he walked away right now, I don't think anyone at Michigan would sit there and begrudge him for going ahead and going. So if there's ever a time for him to go, this would be it. I mean, the timing couldn't be any better. Now, that's the pro. The con is... At Michigan, he can get five to ten first-round draft choices every year. Right. In the NFL, you get one. So no matter how good a coach you are, I mean, you don't get five to ten first-round draft choices every year like you can at a place like Michigan. So, you know, it's it's a lot easier to turn a college program and set it on the right track because through recruiting and now the portal – and NIL and all those other things, you, you know, you can improve your team in a hurry. Well, and, and the pros, no matter what job he takes, if he goes to the NFL, th- there's a problem or else the job would not be open. Right, Jobs aren't open because things are going well jobs are open cuz things aren't going well. So no matter where he goes, you give me a team and I can tell you here's a good reason to go and there's and here's a good reason not to go. I can give you for every single opening. And and I'm just I would just be giving you one example of each. So no matter where he goes, he would have his work cut out for him and he knows that, but you know i think that he might be well, he might be open to a new challenge you know he's a he's a horse of a different color as you know mm-hmm. so i mean no one can tell you what he's going to do because no one knows no one knows what he's going to do he might stay at michigan you know he might take a job no one knows so let's uh, but i think that everyone will know within the next couple of weeks it, it'll take it'll take care of itself pretty quickly
2: um, what about New England, a place that you worked, a place that you were part of, uh, of the greatness of the Patriots? Uh, yesterday we heard from Bill Belichick, and for the first time he said, he said, I'm under contract. And he's, he offered up that, you know, in terms of player personnel, you know, he has a lot of guys report to him. He gets a lot of different info. It, it did feel like he was at least open to some sort of evolution there.
7: What dog, he out dog, there? Dog, dog, I just, I'm dog. saying what
2: he said, what, what do you th- what's really going on?
7: Uh, He's never mentioned the word contract in the whole time he's ever coached. You've not once heard him say that. We're just both jockeying for position right now i mean you know he you know he got ahead of craft on that one and put it out there hey i'm under contract i'm gonna come in and do what i do every day of course i'd be open to, to listen what, what uh, to a as long as the, everyone felt that was in the best interest of the program i mean the, the, those are all great answers but in reality you know, he's getting ahead of this right now. Now, I don't know whether or not Bill will be in New England or not. I have no idea. I mean, I have no. I have. I'm on the periphery. I do talk to people, but I have no idea. There's only three people that know what's really going on. Okay, two of them are named Kraft, and one of them is named Belichick. They're the only people that really know what's happening right now, because in those meetings and that jockeying for position, whether or not there's going to be a change or not be a change. I mean, this is a very touchy situation. If they decide to separate, let's face it, it would be in everyone's interest to at least publicly take the high road. But you know, this is not a. If this is a divorce, this will not be a. This will not be an amicable divorce. This will be, an, at least, quiet privately. It will be. It'll be an ugly divorce if, if there is one.
2: What about Brabel? I, I mean, I'm not surprised because there's a new general manager that didn't hire him. I am surprised because I don't know anybody who
7: doesn't think he's a hell of a coach.
2: What it's do you think the he own,
7: does? The, the owner's daughter, who now is, is in charge. Okay, it, it's, it's her show. This wasn't Carthon you know, making the it, make it, make it move on this one. You no, know, this was the owner. You know that she, she decided that she wants things a different way, and Mike probably sat down with her and and gave his spiel, and she gave his spiel, and they weren't on the same page. So she just said, well, it's time for you to move on. And he said, okay. You want me to move on? I'll move on. I think it's a very unpopular decision in, in in the building. I think that the players were strongly on on his side. I mean, he he's a player's coach, but he's a, he's a tough guy who's a player's coach. Who has who has their back, okay, and he's a good coach, and I think that no matter who they bring in this will this will not be an easy this will be a non easy job when you end up going in there because let's face it, there's some inherent problems in Tennessee, but now you know basically if bill if bill were to leave in new England. I mean, it's a two-horse race for who's the Patriot coach. It's either Grable or Mayo to pick. Your, it's going to be one of those two guys. I don't think it. I mean, they'll interview people because they have to satisfy the Rooney Rule, and there has to be two minorities, not one, that that you interview. And they'll go. They'll they do the party line. But in reality, if Bill were to leave, it's either going to be Vrabel or Mayo. It's not going to be anybody else.
2: Um, I know it's not within your coaching circle. With Sirianni, but I,
7: hold on a, a second. Hold on, Sirianni work, uh, worked worked for me for a year. I didn't know that. Uh, when what, I was with the Chiefs, when I, he he was he was my quality control guy when I was with the Chiefs back in two thousand ten.
2: Okay, had, so
7: his office was five feet away from me. So, so yeah, I know. Sirianni.
2: I I I apologize. I didn't know. Um yes. What what's gone wrong there?
7: Well, I mean. You you could say the things he says they sound good, but the problem the problem is you've been saying them for six weeks now, and that stick is getting a little old right now. Now, they do have a lot of championship caliber players in that organization, and Nick has Nick had them in the Super Bowl last year. So, is it possible that is it possible that the Eagles and the Chiefs, for that matter? could crank it up and be competitive in the playoffs because they have playoff experience. Absolutely. The answer is yes. But you can't feel good about what's going on in Philadelphia right now. If I would have said to you a month ago, Philadelphia, if they're the wild card team, which you would have never guessed them being the wild card team, is going to go to is going to go to the winner of the NFC South. I mean, who in their right mind would say that the well, if they go there, they'll take it. they'll win that game. Right now, do you feel confident that the Eagles are going to beat Tampa Bay? No, I don't either. And I don't think I, Tampa's I, particularly good. And uh, they're they're not good. But that's not the point. The point is neither one of us who we like to think that we have a clue what's going on feel great about that the Eagles are just going to roll in the dodge with their championship pedigree and all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden stomp on Tampa Bay. I mean, they might win a game, but it'll probably be a close, low-scoring game if they do win it.
2: I guess my question is, can you get it back as a coach? You know, because I I I feel like especially pros, those guys are smart. They can sense stuff, and if you lose the room, and I don't know if he's lost the room, it's really hard to get it back. And I just don't know. Like Sirianni was so confident last year, he's strutting around. They lose the coordinators, and the thing is falling apart on him. I just don't know. Can he get it back in an off season?
7: Well, no, no one was saying that when they were ten and one. I mean, you're. you're no, but we, like were, they we, were we, were, we were
2: saying we were saying they don't same, look great.
7: Were, yeah, but they were ten and one. Sure. I mean, it, no, this isn't college. There's no style points. No one cares what you win by. I mean, you could sit there and say, well, they played a lot of crummy teams and a lot of close games. They were still ten and one. I mean, that's what they, where they're going through a transition, new offensive play caller, new defensive play caller, but they were still ten and one. Now. Have they had some injuries? Yes, but everyone has injuries. I mean, right now they've lost their mojo. And the question is, can they, can they grind, grind a game and get to the next game? Because right now, it's just win in advance. That's all, that's all you're trying to do. It doesn't make a difference if it's ugly, whether you win big or whether, whether you win close. It's not really relevant. It's just right, right now through the wild card round, you've got to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. Okay, if you have a bye, you have to win two games to win the Super. Get to the Super Bowl. That's why the one bye for both San Francisco and Baltimore is so big, because you know you have two home games. If you win two home games you're in the Super Bowl, or in Philly's case, you know they're probably going to have to if to get to the Super Bowl. They're going to have to win three games on a row. Sure,
2: it does not appear to be easy. Coach, you're the best. I love having you on. You you, you know the number. Anytime you want to talk football, you're welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. You got it. Take care, man. Be sure to catch
1: live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio,
2: coming to you from the Tyrackcom studios, Charlie Weiss, longtime offensive coordinator with the New England Patriots, and of course, head coach of the... Notre Dame fighting Irish and of uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. He'll join us. We'll get, uh, I mean, a lesson in football. That's every time I have Coach Weiss on, I feel like I know more about football. That's the top of next hour. But in the meantime, let's get to Monsignor Bolaños with a game.
1: game this is game time.
8: It's game time.
1: On the Doug Gottlieb Show.
2: Hey there, Monsie. What's the game?
8: Hi, Doug. Well, it's Tuesday. So what are we playing, Chris? Rank them. That's right. Rank em. You're going to be ranking several things for us, Doug. Uh, we're going to start in the NFL. Rank the top three teams that are the biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC.
2: Top three teams are the biggest threat. Um, NFC. Uh, I'm going to go Rams three. Ooh. Lions two, ah, and uh, I'm going to go Cowboys one.
8: You don't think the Lions without Sam Laporta? I agree. I think Sam Laporta is a big. A oh, big I think miss it's huge. But yeah. I,
2: I, I also think. Look, they're a, they're a very talented team. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge Jared Goff guy, but he has played in the Super Bowl before. Mm. So he's played an NFC Championship game and won it. Uh, people forget. Everybody remembers the call in that game. People forget that. Um, he was the start, he was the quarterback for the the Rams and they went and he outplayed Drew Brees in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got a lot of talent. I, yeah. I agree. Losing to Laporta hurts, but yeah. I had to pick the three most likely teams. I didn't pick the Eagles. I think they're that a mess. was going to
8: be my next question.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't pick Tampa. <laughs> um, and who else am I forgetting? I'm forgetting some else. Uh, I didn't pick the Packers just because I think they'll lose to the the Cowboys. Um, I you know yeah. So Rams, out of familiarity, and they got a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP um, at wide receiver and Puka Nakua, and they've surprised everybody. I think they have a great coach. So mm. th- those are my three.
8: All right. Well, let's move on to the AFC. Rank the top three teams that are the biggest threat to the Ravens.
2: Uh, uh, let's see here. I'll go the Houston Texans at three. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs at two. Oh,
8: okay. And
2: the Buffalo Bills at one.
8: Oh, no Browns. We don't believe in the Browns.
2: Um, no, not not ahead of those other teams. All right. I probably should. Very <laughs> talented roster and I mean Joe Flacco's balling. So.
8: I know. It's hard not to love him. All right. And he's won a Super Bowl it. And he's, won a, he's been there, which matters. I'm with you on that. All right. Let's talk about the Natty, because last night was a great game uh, between Michigan and Washington State, but ranked the top three championship teams over like the past year. So yesterday was Michigan, 2019 LSU, Alabama in 2020, Georgia teams, either of the ones I went back to back. Oh, man. Since the four-team, you know, college oh, football okay. playoffs, so let's go. do it like that. Uh, just to, to uh, make it more specific.
2: Let me list these kind of in my brain here. Um, <laughs> I do think that the 19 LSU team is the best team that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I think the Georgia team probably two years ago was the best of the Georgia LL last year. And they just mollywhomped them. So I'll go... Um, Georgia in twenty one, uh, Alabama in uh, ooh, Alabama in seventeen, and LSU nineteen is the the best.
8: The best, the, all right.
2: The, yeah,
8: all right. I've got another one for you. You were just talking to John Middlecoff about Jim Harbaugh. Rank the top three teams that you think Harbaugh will be coaching next year.
2: Okay. Um... Raiders at three.
8: Raiders at three.
2: Michigan at two. Michigan at two. And the Chargers at one.
8: Chargers, you think are the top? Hmm. You don't think the ownership is a little bit of a like a leaves you a bad taste in your mouth?
2: I don't know. I mean, they got the best quarterback. Yeah. I just I don't you know it's like Mark Davis like is Mark Davis is he some genius? <laughs> you know?
8: Yeah, yeah. No, I hope so, you're right. I hope you're right that's what I as a Chargers fan that's what I'm hoping for that'd be great I just I feel like there's I don't know I don't know maybe I'm being uh, too critical of my own team we often are we often are that is so true but I hope you're right that's game time
1: that's game huh game time this is game time on the Doug Gottlieb show
2: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, Charlie Weiss will be our guest. I got so much to get to uh, with him. I want to ask him about. I want to ask him about Caleb Williams. I mean, he's a quarterback savant, but I really want to ask him about New England and what he thinks Bill Belichick will and maybe should do. Right? How do you fix that thing? Can you fix that thing? Is it worth trying to fix it? Maybe that's the best question. Right? Is it worth it? It's like a relationship where do you? Go to therapy? Do you try, or do you just go like, ah? Eh, let's call it. Let's call it. I want to do. I want to do that. Plus, we have all these other stories. I mean, I think the Vrabel story. How many? How many coaching openings? Are we on seven now or six? Remember, my prediction was I think it was eight, seven or eight a couple weeks ago, and at the time, it did not look like that number. But you know, there's still going to be some more movement. We'll see what happens with Chicago. We'll see what happens with New England. We'll see what happens with a couple of these other jobs. It, and, and I think Jay Stu, you said this before and Middlecoff said it today, which is, is it crazy to think if the Eagles lose to Tampa Bay that the Eagles don't make a change just because that thing has been such a disaster? Right? Such a disaster. Really crazy. Alright, coming up next, Charlie Weiss is going to join us. Who knows Bill Belichick better than him? Nobody. And how impressed is he with the job that Jim Harbaugh did at Michigan? I'll ask him next on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month. No matter what kind of entertainment you love, addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A and E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya.